Welcome to another episode of Have a Little, folks. I am so excited to have this amazing soul on the show today. Um, his name's Dave Dager, and he's a professional session and touring guitarist. He's a songwriter and more. He hails from North Vernon, Indiana, and uh, he's worked with Chris Cornell, Loretta Lynn, Chris Christofferson, Cheryl Crow, John Carter Cash, and me, too. And uh, just to name a few, I am so glad to have him here. He's an awesome dad and husband and family man, and he's one of the, the greatest souls I've ever met. He's such a humble guy. Dave, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, John. It's so good to get to talk with you again. Excellent. My old, my old buddy. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun. We used to work at, just to give a little side note, we uh, we met at the Country Music Hall of Fame working at the bar. It was so much fun. We had a blast. But Dave, yes, just, you know, welcome uh, to the show. And uh, you're Thank the you. perfect person to have on my have a little because of the, the way you are, you know, the faith, the hope uh, and everything and uh, the amazing talent. So I want you to share whatever you want with the group here. Tell them a little bit about yourself, how you got influenced into music and uh, the the show is yours right now. Go for it, brother. All right, brother. Well, I guess uh, it kind of goes back to when I was about 10 years old. Uh, my uh, we, We'd be over at my grandma's house looking through the attic, and uh, I found a guitar that was that had belonged to my grandpa. And uh, he passed away back in the 70s, and I never actually got to meet him, so I found this guitar, and it was kind of like, oh, well, can, I, can I look at this? And grandma said, you can have it if you want. Oh, wow. And that... That my dad was like, oh, we'll give you some money for it or something. So uh, I paid $10 for this guitar, and I still have it to this day. It's one of my little prized possessions. Um, that and I So I started kind of picking around on that, and Dad actually uh, taught me a few things. He was a longtime bass player and musician in a family band, and uh, they'd always be – there'd be music in the house, you know, growing up always. So um, after that, uh, I actually kind of really got into it. I did a little uh, talent show in uh fifth grade awesome in front of the in front of the elementary school and dad taught me a little like boogie woogie blues thing and uh just cranked it up and, and people were like man that's pretty good you're pretty good and i didn't really know i knew like one song that was it <laughs> then i uh you know got uh, more interested in it and i was about 13 and uh went and went over to seymour indiana that's where uh john mellencamp's from oh cool he had a there was a guitar store there and i took some lessons and uh every you know over the summer started getting really into it and kind of took it, took it from there a little bit. Um, had a teacher named Alan Pertabal. He was this great chicken picker from over there in, uh, in Indiana. And he taught me a lot of stuff and, um, kind of, kind of got me really on the road to it. Like I started writing songs. When I was 14 and making, I made a tape, uh, had a, uh, me and my brother started getting into it together. My brother, George, oh, yeah. we were like writing songs together and I was in high school. He was in college and uh, each time we'd meet up, we'd say, hey, I got a part of a song. And then he'd say, I got a part of a song. Let's stick it together. And kind of that's how we wrote together. So we formed our little band called The Early Evening. And that's what we ended up coming to uh, Nashville in 2000. So I lived in Nashville for 21 years. That's awesome. It's it was, It's been a journey. Yeah, 21 years in Nashville is like a lot. It's like 40 years in normal time i think <laughs> it's true because of all the things you have to go through to trying to get into this business too and sometimes it it's just a, happens <laughs> it's an interesting town yeah it's like man it's changed a lot since 2000 we moved here on july 3rd 2000 but uh i, I actually came to go to belmont university and studied uh, classical guitar oh cool and that was uh 
got to actually uh, we entered our band in the showcase and we played at the Ryman when I was it was in 2002 when I was wow. 19 and we got to open for uh, Brad Paisley that was pretty cool oh, no way. Of our songs and, I never knew that that's an awesome story man that was that was really kind of neat well it a couple years later um, George my brother met uh, John Carter Cash at the coffee shop he was working at and kind of like threw in one of our, our albums and he was like hey man check this out you know and I sent him a message on MySpace and uh said hey i I would love to meet you one day or something he's like you know yeah come out and do he he called my brother one day george said you'll never guess who called it was john carter cash he said he wants to meet and have dinner and then come out and do a song at his cabin at johnny's cabin and uh he's like if if i like what i hear then maybe we'll do a whole album so we met up and had dinner and went to his cabin and put and started singing some songs and he was like man you guys are pretty good he liked it so we and we got along well that was kind of the big turning point for me as a professional kind of never really had too many uh sessions or anything like that at all before that so it was in the in about 2008 you know we, we decided we were going to make a whole album we did a whole album with him and he produced it brought it a bunch of great players and made it sound really good and uh, he texted me uh and said uh, hey, I, I need you to come play on this session for this kentucky songwriter that i know and that was all he said and then so i showed up a few days later and, and the engineer chuck turner was like he's an awesome guy he said you know who this is for and i said no he said loretta lynn i was like oh man oh my god man <laughs> let me let me just catch my breath for a second and uh so it was this uh, gospel song uh, where no one stands alone, and it, it ended up being on this uh, "How Great Thou Art" gospel favorite from the Grand Ole Opry album, and it had a whole bunch of uh, different artists on there. Wow. So I was basically laying down a studio acoustic track over top of a live, uh, a live band from the Opry. So it, it had a nicer, kind of smooth studio sound. And she came in and did vocals, and then uh, Chuck was like, "Hey, if you want to hang out." Um, Loretta, Miss Loretta's coming out later, and uh, Elvis Costello's coming out here. So, oh my God! <laughs> I say, okay, I'll hang out. And uh, this is a little bit later that day, it was like me and Elvis Costello and Loretta Land and Chuck, the engineer, sitting there talking about Johnny and June. And I was that was a good day. I was like, this is crazy. I love this. You know, so because uh, Elvis and Loretta were writing songs together, um, off in another room, like later that day. But that was something i remember i, was, well, I think i was 20 25 that's that surreal yeah. man <laughs> it was surreal it was just um so that kind of started up for me like john carter he just was he'd give me opportunities i never would have gotten a million years otherwise um without being his his buddy friend that's so he's kind of like a big brother to me really he's been very like a mentor took me on the road with him and yeah remember got, when you guys went on the road yet yeah we went to uh We've been, I was kind of trying to figure it out earlier. I think we've been to like 27 states and like three or four different countries Wow! with John Carter over the years and, um, got to, uh, 2011 was fun. We, I got to back up Chris Christopherson at the Johnny Cash music festival. God. Um, in fact, it was like, that was my, the biggest show that I had played at that point for like 8,000 people in, at Arkansas state university. Um, and we got to play, uh, I was the acoustic in the, in the house band and we played me and Bobby McGee and we played big river wow. with Christopherson and, uh, George Jones was there that night and we got to back up Roseanne Cash and Rodney Crowell and, uh, 
oh, uh, Marshall Grant came up. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Well, I played with Tommy Cash that night, too, actually, for the first time. And I ended up doing a lot more shows with Tommy over the years. Um, but we played Walk the Line with Tommy. I was the part going on the guitar while Tommy sang. Oh, cool. Marshall Grant was the original bass player for Johnny Cash in the Tennessee, too. And he came up and shook my hand. He said, man, you played that rhythm just like Johnny. Wow. It's like, so I got to talk to Marshall, meet him for like one second. That was an honor. And, uh, we went and toured up and a couple of days later, we ended up going up to, uh, Boston and Philadelphia and Asbury park, New Jersey on the, on the shoreline. And, yeah. uh, we, we went to, uh, Stockbridge, Massachusetts and played at, uh, Arlo Guthrie's place and got to talk to Arlo Guthrie. That was pretty cool. No way. Oh, wow. He's, he's a nice guy. And, um, so that was my first tour. It was like a week of, of fun. Ended up, you know, we've been to Las Vegas. We've been to New York, Hollywood. We've been to Santa Barbara, San Francisco. We went to, uh, San Quentin. We were supposed to play in San Quentin. Oh. Um, and I got to the airport in Nashville and they called and they said, the San Quentin shows are canceled because it's on lockdown. Oh, wow. Um, but you're going to get to take a, take a tour of San Quentin and the other, other shows still on in San Francisco at a club. So I, I got paid to go take a tour of San Quentin. Neat. Uh, which was amazing. I mean, it was like just eye opening, you know, um, that was, you know, a while back. Ugh. Um, what history, I, man, you've been living, you've, you've lived an amazing history. <laughs> it was, it's, it, I looking back, I was like, there's a lot of stuff that was happening right now. It's my life is, uh, calmed down quite a bit uh as far as moving around i was traveling a whole lot more and uh but i'm, I'm really happy where i am now and uh right around uh, that same time when we went to san quentin i got a text um i was out at a bar or something for a few hours and i had left my phone and i got back to my apartment and it said it was from john carter he said i, I want you to work on this chris cornell song that i oh, am wow. producing and i was like holy crap yeah <laughs> let me know when and i was you know like please that would be amazing and then uh he's like i need i need to cop a specific feel because he was um chris had a uh, carpal tunnel in his like hands or whatever or wrists or whatever and uh he needed me to copy chris's guitar part exactly from this demo that he had done so he sent me this demo of the song it's called you never knew my mind and it was um johnny cash poetry which which all the songs off of forever words were all johnny's poetry with uh different musicians playing making the music for it and uh so that's what i did he sent me the the demo of chris just playing this part and then so i had like two weeks to just sit there and learn this part exactly like he did it and then i came in and overdubbed my two guitar tracks on the song and that's what ended up being on there and that was march of 16 and um you know, tragically, Chris passed away yeah. May of 17, a year later, and it, and the song didn't actually come out until February uh, 26 on Johnny's birthday of 18. Oh, wow. So it it, it took, I was telling people, it's like, I'm on this Chris Cornell song, um, look out for it, because eventually it's going to come out, and then he passed away, and so it was the, like the first song to come out, you know, after he had passed away. Oh, wow, man. And it's kind of heavy. Yeah, for sure, but you... Song, but... It's a, it was such a blessing to be a part of that, man. That's so cool. It, it was, it was, it, 
it's kind of surreal still because it's the first thing you hear is my guitar and then he comes in singing and it's you know just me and him for a little bit on the song and then it's uh yeah his his voice is amazing still and he was still in his prime you know so it's was a big honor but that was that's definitely probably like the highlight of my musical career um i'd say as a session player it's hard for me being a big fan of that stuff but um yeah, there's been, that was in 2016, you know, so moving along, uh, we, we, I got to, uh, had a chance to play in the band uh, with Cheryl Crow once, that was pretty cool, and uh, Ronnie Dunn. Yeah, I never, I never heard about that, that's really cool, how did that, how did that come about? That was a, uh, the Nashville Ballet was doing, uh, like a tribute to Johnny Cash, actually, and they were doing a bunch of uh, performances along with Johnny Cash music. So they had synced up with, with the dancers and with uh, the musicians. So Cheryl um, Crow and Ronnie Dunn sang a duet, and we got to be in the backing band, and we played uh, If I Were a Carpenter. Oh, no way. And, How cool. And she sang I Walk the Line, too. Oh, neat. Which was really neat. I, lo- I, I love Cheryl Crow, and uh, I think Ronnie Dunn, he did Folsom Prison Blues, and then Jamie Johnson came out, actually, and he, oh. he did uh, Ring of Fire. Wow. So that was we were that was fun to be kind of <clears throat> part of that little band that night that was in 18 i think wow jamie uh jamie he's a pretty cool dude i got to meet him over at the opry house so when i was working security back then oh cool yeah what That's a cool, cool guy yeah he is he's just like you know he said uh we were out the cabin one time and he was there and he was saying you know if you uh johnny and june were like royalty you know in country music yes. and he was he's a big johnny Johnny and June fan and stuff too. So it was neat to, to be playing with, you know, along with him singing ring of fire. He did a really cool version of it. I wish he'd released that version cause it's kind of a slower version of ring of fire, but, uh, th- there are some other sessions that came along, you know, in, in 18, it was, uh, there was a Carter family CD I got to play on, uh, with, so I got to record with Anita Carter oh, posthumously. Wow. Uh, it was the worried man blues and it's called uh, Carter family across generation across, across generations. Yeah. And, um, oh, cool. that was pretty neat. Carlene Carter's on there. And, uh, we, uh, um, I actually met my wife, um, Angela through, uh, the whole cash I, connection. I, that's it. I was just going to ask you about that because I knew that was coming. And, uh, uh, that's so awesome. What a cool story that is. Yeah, so tell, yeah, we were, tell us about we that. Were, we were we were playing. Uh, John Carter was playing at the Cash Museum, and Angelo was is still working work work there, and was like in charge of the event that night. And uh, she's a very talented singer. Yes, and, she is. Uh, <laughs> she actually recorded an album at the Cash Cabin too. So it was like, oh, you guys should meet. And I ended up playing um, guitar for her for a few shows and stuff. And she's a really great rockabilly singer and does Patsy Klein really well. Oh, and, awesome. Um, we, so who would have known that like, you know, later on we would be getting married. We got married at the cash cabin and John Carter actually officiated our wedding. It was oh, like wow. the, the Johnny cash themed wedding, uh, <laughs> basically on the porch of the cabin and he was the officiant and, uh, it was just magical. Life's been so much better, you know, after oh, yeah, having you... Angela in my life, it's like my whole That's great. outlook is, is improved completely. Yeah, I, I basically just, you know, we like I mentioned earlier when we were talking off the air, um, you know, a lot of us lose touch, but I, I've 
kept you, uh, of course, in my mind and heart. And I keep following you on Facebook and when you got married and now, you know, you got a little one. And I think it's such a, such a blessing. The two of you are beautiful people. And the, the little one, I love the videos you're putting up and everything. It's so cool, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's uh, Ava. It's her name. Yes. Ava Evelyn Dagger. And she's born on October 1st, uh, 21. And so she's uh, just, oh, man, such a joy to be around. We, we stay up a lot of times at night and don't get a ton of sleep but it's just worth it it's Every all bit. good it's awesome. her well, smile is just warms warms your heart you know yeah a, a true blessing uh, coming out of all this crazy covid stuff and all that i mean yeah, you, you've got some amazing great memories from that horrible time in this world's life <laughs> i know absolutely well it was kind of a chance to to look you know re-examine your whole life and everything uh, yeah. and, uh, that's been a big part of it i actually had got sober and during the whole covid thing and i've been sober for 505 days that's awesome man good for today, you so. oh that is so awesome and it's per it's it's you know it goes goes good with uh the music and everything is it's everything is clear so that's great good if you don't mind i wouldn't mind i know you've you've got a lot there that's this is great um in, in 2019, I wanted to bring this up because I was in the audience for a show that you did. It was uh, James Burton at Friends over at the Skirmahorn Symphony Center. And I got a last minute ticket behind the stage. And one of the artists that I got the tour with for uh, a few shows, T. Graham Brown was involved in this. But that is minor, me being minor to the what was this uh, whole show. I mean, I'm just going to throw, throw a couple of names out there and then you can take off from it. I mean, James Burton is um, the guitarist. He was the guitarist for um, Elvis Presley for years, and he had a history before that as a studio guy and all that. And um, other people involved in the show, uh, Joe Walsh, Brian May, Sammy Hagar, Mickey Dolans from the Monkees, uh, Steve Cropper, Albert Lee, um, John Carter Cash, and yourself. You guys played as a band there, too. And uh, wasn't, uh, if I do recall, and you could take it from here, it wasn't... Um, Paul Schaefer, like kind of the band leader from the yeah. the, the late show there. Yeah. yeah, yeah so if you don't mind making a couple of comments on that, I'd love to hear some stuff from that. It was, it was definitely uh, a, one of the most memorable nights. I was just like, my mind was, was blown. It was <sighs> a lot of cool people walking around backstage and I managed to get uh, a, a couple people uh, photos with a couple. I was like, Paul Schaefer, I got, I got a picture with him. Got a picture with Mickey Dolans and uh, Steve Cropper. Yep, and I, I, saw. I did talk to Steve Warner for a little while. He was there too. Yeah. But I uh, uh, ended up getting a Joe Walsh pick, which is pretty cool. I got a Joe wow. Walsh guitar pick. Um, but it was, yeah, the, the show started out and it was um, James Burton and Sammy Hagar. And then after that was Paul Schaefer. And mm -hmm. then it was John Carter Cash and Anna Christina Cash and myself with the band. And we did Ring of Fire. Yep. And it just went, the night just kept going. At one point, uh, Joe Walsh and Brian May. We're, we're jamming out and i mean steve cropper a lot of my heroes it was it was incredible yeah and i got to i did get to shake hands with james burton and um oh, wow. got to shake hands with albert lee and, God. uh steve cropper that was neat I, I had to track him down and get a picture it was like you know yeah i mean that you, you're talking royalty there and I, I was like a little kid in a candy store just because i i knew you and you were on the stage and i was so glad i got a glimpse of you waving to you and I just never, I'll never forget that. And that's, uh, you know, my memories uh, of you moving forward to, you know, is just amazing and, and sharing all this stuff. So right now, um, 
what are you, are you working on anything right now? And uh, if um, you can share some links and uh, for folks to go and check some of this stuff out before we round yeah. up, round up the yeah, show. Definitely. Um, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm playing a show coming up. Uh, I, I play guitar for John Carter's uh, wife, Anna Christina Cash. And she's a great singer and she's doing a, a artist show at the Bluebird Cafe um, coming up Sunday, January 23rd. Okay. Um, it's a open to the public. That's the ticketed event on a Sunday evening at the Bluebird. Um, at 6 p.m. on this this month, and uh, we're going to have uh, an upright bassist and uh, percussionist, uh, and myself and Anna. We're going to do an hour long show um, at the Bluebird. That's going to be fun. That's be my first show of 2022. And awesome. uh, I, I was playing a bunch of shows with uh, this band called the Cash Kings down at Roberts Western World, and uh, we'll probably be playing there at some point. Uh, awesome, it's just cool. Kinda, the flexible schedule but yeah you can uh i'm on instagram dave Dag at dave Dagger, just my name and um on facebook and all that stuff but there's a there's some links to some music on there and uh i got a youtube channel just at dave Dagger on youtube and a lot a lot of videos some some of the stuff we talked about there's a few videos of some of the people we played with on there and some you know do some cover songs uh, singing some songs at the at the house or whatever it's just it's mostly for the love of it you know Heck so yeah and uh it's it's been a journey it's been fun we got to you know got to play the grand Ole opry stage uh, a oh, couple times so as cool. well so it's i never really expected where it would head but i'm, I'm really happy with uh everything that's happened so far and i appreciate you uh having me on your show oh heck man you you first of all you you're a friend a great friend and uh your brother and uh you and myself i remember playing a couple of things with you all and you know we're, we're the type of those guys that we feel so comfortable uh you know as musicians we don't even rehearse you know we just there's a respect in the the business sometimes when you, you get to this uh type of nashville scene you know and, and yeah, it's just so yeah, great the gigs, that, yeah the gigs are like hey man yeah. we played with you uh were some of my favorite gigs ever they were so like, just john's an amazing drummer he's lot. very humble himself everybody <laughs> appreciate so, it uh when we played it's like i'm thinking we might have to do that again me oh, you yeah. and my brother that'd be amazing so, and maybe we I could would, get you and uh the wife on the show together to talk about this yeah, stuff too yeah. so you know i know it's tough sure. being parents there but it is it is uh sometimes timing wise but um she's got an interesting story too for sure she oh, definitely yeah that would be great about, so. well cool well i really appreciate you being with us man and uh, uh we'll post up some of the dates uh the uh the show might run uh if you're a folks for the folks that are listening, if you're, you know, this might be in February, so you might've missed that January show, but um, I'll post uh, some of the upcoming things for Dave too. And some of the links. And uh, we really appreciate it, Dave. Um, I love you, man. You're an awesome guy. And I uh, wish you continued you too, success John. and blessings with the family. And uh, just going to sign off here, folks. So I want to thank you for listening again and um, always have a little faith, have a lot of hope and a lot of love in everything you do and make sure that you do what you love. And then remember, there's always room for more music.